It is our pleasure to have uh, Dr. Tony Stone, Chief of Staff at Lake Ridge Health, join us once again. It seems like forever since we last uh, spoke, Doctor, and certainly, although we're a huge fan of yours, we'd probably rather not be having this conversation. And <laughs> like I'm, most people, we'd rather not see the doctor if yeah, we didn't have to. And I'm sure you'd rather not be gabbing with the likes of us either about this. But uh, here we stand once again, and as we uh, make our way into 2022, doesn't it feel like we're stuck back in 2020 once again? Yeah, you know what? It, it feels like that, only it's a little worse, guys, just because we're so tired. Like, who's not sick of this? Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Every, everybody, you guys, me, there's no one who's not sick of this. We, you know what we could do, Doctor, and I know we're going to speak about Lake Ridge Health, but let, why don't we just avoid it all for a while? Let's talk about your hobbies, maybe <laughs> your favorite restaurants, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. your favorite vacations. What are you binge watching these days? I mean, this is the type of conversation we'd much rather have. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too, guys. Yeah, too for guys. sure. Okay, uh, Lake Ridge Health is is really uh, struggling right now. There's there's a lot you're doing right and a lot that's good, and the staff there are incredible. But we're at year three now, and uh, we're really starting to feel the weight of all of this, and it's only getting worse. Yeah, yeah, that's um, uh, yeah. Thanks, thanks um, again, really, guys, for get, for having me back. So. You know, if you watch this Omicron tsunami and you look at the numbers and you can just go to the dashboards and look at them, you'll see that the that Omicron really started to take off in mid-December. Now, if you, you know, in typical fashion, hospitalizations started to take off two weeks later. And so, like, like hospitalizations only really started to, to really start to um, speed up uh, end of December. So just over two weeks ago, we had four people with COVID in hospital. And this morning, we have 70. Wow. And it's 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 that quick. And if you now and the and the worrying thing is if you again if you look at the the rising the rise in Omicron and you know we're not going to know the numbers exactly now because of the change in testing right. rules. Yes. But but if you look at the rising numbers, we will still continue to see cases rise in, here in Durham, uh, in our hospital, and then across Ontario and Ontario hospitals. Uh, we don't know when exactly it's going to slow down. You know, is it going to be in uh, two weeks, four weeks? Is it a little bit further out? Uh, the experts have their guesses, but that's the concern, right? Because, you know, I think, uh, you know, we, uh, there's already sort of um, projections that um, all of Ontario will become short on acute care beds. And that's acute care beds for COVID, but for everybody else. All of the listeners, for all of the stuff that we all need at the hospital besides COVID, um, is going to be uh, more and more challenging to deliver. Doctor, when it comes to Omicron, have you seen or heard any uh, misconceptions that are happening with this? Because, it, uh, you know, at, at first we were told it was mild, it was flu or cold, and, and now we're starting to see the hospitalization. So, so what do we know about it and, and what can we do about it? Yeah, so, so, so that data is, um, you know, to the, to, as, as good as it, as it is right now because it's pretty new. But the data is uh, uh, is, a, is that Omicron is probably about half as severe on average as um, Delta. <clears throat> so it's a, it's actually probably a little closer to the very to the very first wave. Um, but the re- and so what's happening is if you look at hospitalization rates, hospitalization rates uh, with, with Delta were about two two per hundred people, two per hundred confirmed cases, and now we're at one. So we've gone from two percent to one percent getting hospitalized. Um, but, you know, 1% of a, of a huge number still means a deluge in the hospital. Right. 
Now, for those uh, who battle uh, constantly over this, and we we hear it all the time between vaccines and anti-vax, and now we're hearing the anti-vax side say, well, listen, even if you're vaccinated, you're going to get it. So uh, that starts to then hurt the the vaccine effort uh, because people are confused by this idea that, well, if you have the vaccine, you should be fine. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so I think, I think it, um, number one, it is true that uh, with Omicron, uh, if you're double vaccinated, uh, you're more likely to get uh, symptoms should you, should you catch it. Mm. You know, and the data is, is saying that basically uh, about 85% of us who, um, who have two, vaccine, two vaccines and we catch Omicron, we're going to get symptoms. Now, if you look at severe illness, uh, there's still, uh, it's still really very protective. So I think it's it's more like you know um, uh, about eighty it's about eighty percent protective uh, against hospitalization, but it's only about fifteen percent protective against symptoms. Now, if you get your third dose, and you know where I mean everyone eighteen plus is is eligible, mm-hmm. but if you get your third dose, uh, the number goes from from um, you know fifteen percent protective against symptoms up to seventy five percent. Perfect. So so, the, so, so getting the third dose is huge, and we want we want everyone to get out there and get it as fast as possible. Now, I know it sometimes it's tough to book right now because we're all we're all doing it, but but not never mind sort of the issues with the with the the anti vaxxers if you will. Mm. Um, and and just and just on that note, just quickly, um, we know that if you if you look if you look carefully, um, the unvaccinated are t- are still fifteen to twenty times more likely if they get if they get COVID to end up in the ICU than the vaccinated. Doctor, uh, there are so many questions that people have with this, and, and one of them, and I think this has probably been uh, the case with not only uh, Omicron or COVID, but before that, is when do I go to the hospital, or what? What are the when are these symptoms bad enough that I, I should be really getting checked out? Because now we're told just isolate at home if you have symptoms. What, what's your recommendation here? Yeah, no, thanks, Lucky. So, um, you know what's happening is our COVID assessments that the rules have changed although it's the rules are complicated so you know you, you can you can go on uh, I'm, I'm sure in lots of media outlets to find out what the rules are about whether you're eligible for testing uh, but what we've done is we've converted the COVID assessment centers into these respiratory clinics so so you know uh, what we're looking for people to do is to um, let's say go to our, our the, the COVID assessment center website you can figure out if you're if you're if you're eligible for testing just because of an exposure. You're eligible for testing if you have mild symptoms. But mostly, you know, everyone, all of us, all of us who um, don't have risk factors, we just stay at home when we have if we have mild COVID, and we just we just isolate and do what we're supposed to do. If we're, um, it, the really the target population now is people who are moderately ill. Now, what does that mean? It means. Um, you know, lots of us, if we, if we were moderately ill, like we had a, you know, a bad, uh, you know, we felt we were coming down with a pneumonia. We felt, we felt like we needed uh, to be seen by a doctor. We may go to a, a clinic and they've been hard, They haven't been really um, as accessible in the last, in the last year and a half. Uh, or you'd go to the eMERGE. Uh, with these clinics opening up, what we're wanting everyone to do is, is if you are moderately ill, go to these, go to these assessment centers to be seen. Don't come to the eMERGE. Come to the eMERGE as always if you're severely ill, right? If you're really short of breath, if you're if, just like before, if you're having um, bad chest pain. So, so what we want is we want to really uh, ramp up the service as provided in the community. And you'll be able to, to access those things through the website. And, and you'll be able to understand what the paths are for you and your care. 
Now that includes um, regular things like during the day, call your primary care doc to find out well where am I where am I going to get uh, seen if I need to be seen, um, and and then uh, our, our assessment centers are there. We're also working with the primary care community to open up a number of additional respiratory centers. So that's the goal. That's the that's the goal here. It's to it's you know if you're if you're mild, stay at home and isolate. If you're moderate, then follow the path that we've created. If you're severe, as always, come to the Emerge. Dr. Tony Stone, Chief of Staff from uh, Lake Ridge Health, with us uh, once again uh, and has been joining us throughout all of this. Uh, Doctor, we spoke about this back in in 2020. Today, we speak of it again. Do we see a light at the end of the tunnel? You know, we did hear that, you know, maybe if you got this, it would help build your antibodies. Is this, if history shows, as I understand it, I could be completely wrong, this History shows that this is kind of how pandemics roll out. You get wave after wave after wave, and then at some point the uh, the virus starts to peter out or we get enough people vaccinated that it, it, it dies it down. Like, are we expecting a eighth, ninth wave, or, or how does this thing finally, and I know you don't have a magic ball, you don't know, but do, do we see this thing petering out? You know, I hope so. I hope that 2022 is the year that... Uh uh, that what you just described happens, which is, <clears throat> you know, uh, there's so much um, immunity out there between vaccinations and, frankly, people who caught COVID, um, that that the virus uh, simply doesn't spread as much. So, what the experts believe, and this is not this is not uniform, because there's different opinions about um, uh, when and how this happens, and it happens slowly, by the way, mm. that eventually we go to this steady state where. Um, COVID doesn't actually go away, but it becomes, you know, it's manageable. It's mm. not, it's not running our lives the way it is today. Uh, and it'll, it'll be probably seasonal because we've already, we've all seen that. We've seen what's been happening every winter and then every summer. So that's, that's the hope this year is that we, we cross that threshold. Um, and there'll be, and so the, so the thought is that there would still be some more small waves, uh, but you know, but you're right. Um, the experts don't all agree and none of us for sure about that one. Dr. Tony Stoney, we really want to thank you for doing this. And, of course, thank your staff, uh, Chief of Staff at Lake Ridge Health and all of the, the good people who are working there who are, I'm sure, more than tired uh, of all that's been happening. We all want to be a doctor when it comes to going to the car dealership, but uh, but it's not <laughs> not so easy when it comes to uh, to, to dealing with, with things like this and, and really the same cases over and over again. It, it must The monotony must be getting to everyone. Uh, yeah, you know, let me comment a little bit on that because you guys are everyone's seeing uh, the impact on on all industries as, as this Omicron tsunami hits. I mean, who doesn't know people who've had COVID now? Right. Um, and the reality is, in the hospital and in all the in all of the healthcare settings, including e- ambulance, and you've you've probably seen this on the media. Um, it's it's being it's hitting so hard that so many people are in fact requiring to follow the isolation procedures. And uh, it's, uh, you know, for a number of reasons, uh, it's hitting our workforce hard. So we're almost 20% of our workforce is uh, unavailable right now to, prov- to provide care. So the impact in the hospital is dramatic. You know, here we are, we're, um, you know, this, this, this wave of, of hospitalizations is hitting. And then our, and able to actually work and deliver care, whether it's COVID or non-COVID, uh, it's, it's a challenge. And so I want to, I just wanted to flag that for everybody. You know, these, uh, you know, all of our workforce, all of our, all of our nurses and our RTs and everybody, um, they're exhausted too. In fact, I think, you know, uh, to some degree, you know, there's some wariness setting in. So, so I guess all I would say is, 
is even though people, and you guys said it, even though people are less afraid now of, of catching COVID, um, we're, I'm hopeful that people will just, you know, be careful, follow all these rules, because we just need that. We just need these cases to settle down, so we don't overwhelm our hospital. Doctor, to, to try to help the staff, there's been some discussion of uh, military being brought in to to assist in the hospital. Is that something you you would like to see? Yeah. So that so we have those discussions at at, at various tables, not just in the hospital but beyond at higher levels, mm-hmm. and um and I can certainly see that ask coming back. You know, I don't know exactly uh, the size of the workforce that the military has to support. Uh, but when it comes to, to supporting things like, you know, non-clinical activity, um, we may need them. We, you know, so we, I, think, I think those decisions haven't been made yet. They certainly haven't been made at our hospital, but they're being discussed at a number of tables. Well, doctor, as we started the conversation off, uh, certainly it's the last thing we want to be talking to you about, but we have to because it's so hugely important to make sure Lake Ridge Health stays up and running and the staff is exhausted. And I totally 100 percent can understand that because certainly we're even sick of just talking about it. So I can only imagine what you guys are going through. So, really, what have you been binge watching? What, 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 what? <laughs> Contagion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. yeah n- n- no, nothing medical, that's for sure. <laughs> I bet, I bet. Ozark's coming back soon. We'll all enjoy that. Uh, hopefully, we can all get back to just, you know, Craig worrying about rashes and not the rest of it. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the photo. Yeah, right. it's, it's a horror show. Really, Doctor. I don't even, you might have to send me in for some kind of. Of science research. <laughs> How is one man so covered in boils? Uh, all right, doctor. Thank you uh, again for joining us. We're going to uh, put this up online so people can hear it uh, through the, the rock.fm. Uh, we'll re-roll this interview uh, later this morning because we want as many people as possible to hear what you have to say and how, how we can help uh, Lake Ridge Health and all of us get through all of this. So please, doctors, stay safe. To all your sa- uh, staff, the same. We uh, very much appreciate all you've done. Hey, guys, thanks so much for having me this morning. Cheers. There he is, Dr. Tony Stone, Chief of Staff, Lake Ridge Health.